Well, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want y'all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. And I'd like to give y'all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time for loving. And I sure would love a big slice of that feature you got there. Okay, thank you much. No worry about that. Oh yeah, Christmas. Now Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eating. Oh, pass me that drumstick, would you please? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And I just want to say to you right now, you know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, or a helping uh, a hand. Or, or would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just unscrew the cover. That's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Aeolus? Now, no, leave those steak tips right where they are. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. And look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big son of a gun. You know what I mean? I think you do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, save a big, big bowl for the king. Extra butter, know what I mean? Well, thank you, dear. Thank you. Thank you very much. There's a sparkle in the air. Silvery magic everywhere. It's the happy holiday sound of the Brit Summers Show. Blow my brains out for Christmas. It's the most depressing time of year. People rushing through the malls, the traffic is absurd. Throwing money away, all stinking day. I'm as happy as a turd. I want to blow my brains out for Christmas Have my body right here till next year Winter snow and mistletoe and Rudolph's big red nose They can shove all that stupid holiday crap Cause Christmas really blows Cause Christmas yeah, it's that time of year again when everybody's buying Visa Vanilla cards. 95.3, 96.9103.9-1470-WWNN. Hi everyone, once again, this is Brit Summers broadcasting live from Florida Stan and Ollie. <laughs> this is the last show before the Christmas break, and <laughs> I've calmed down a little bit from last show. And forgive me if I got a little hysterical, but uh, I think if you hear the content, you'll understand why. Uh, and I've had some time to calm down since then. I would like to uh, just uh, do a happy, breezy show this week, since everybody's preparing for their holidays, and uh, it's hectic enough without me stomping my little feet. But I would like to point out one thing. Here's what I'd like to get <clears throat> for my holiday present. You know what I'd love to get for the holidays? A United States Attorney General that acts like a U.S. Attorney General. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I'd like to see Merrick Judy Garland drop a pair of BBs, or, or just drop one, any, any, any testicle at all, his choice... <clears throat> just drop one, because right now, 
His balls are inverted into the vortex layer. That man is smooth down there. Either that or Santa Claus can uh, leave a reinforced stainless steel spine in his stocking. This is just really... Uh, and I'm hearing all this, all the pundits out there. They're all saying, well, he's proceeding expeditiously. The Justice Department is dotting every T and crossing every I. I mean, come on. Enough with that. We're only months away from the midterms. And none of these seditionists have been arrested for anything. They laugh at the uh, congressional subpoenas. Can he do something about that? Yes, he can. He can step in. Uh, Congress can, too. But actually, that's the job of the uh, U.S. Attorney General, a position which uh, we have not filled. Dear Mr. President, will you get rid of this waste of space and put Glenn Kirshner in there? Somebody who's willing to, oh, I don't know, work? If any of us got a congressional subpoena to appear before Congress, appear before an investigation committee, and we ignored it, why, what do you think would happen to us? It would be all over. We would be in jail. But this uh, Mortimer Meek, he's a scared to go after these uh, seditionists. Alex Jones, are you kidding me? I will eat your ass. <laughs> he's already in debt to the, the, the Sandy Hook families, and he's still on his podcast uh, trashing everybody and uh, making crap up and pulling things out of his fat ass. But is anything being done about him? No. No. He ducked a congressional subpoena, and who the hell is that guy? A podcaster. And they can't apprehend him. Well, they can, but they don't want to. Is that what it is, Merrick? I will eat your ass. How hard is it for you to do your job? The only reason you're in there, Merrick, is a joke. It was a joke. Uh, we'll show uh, Mitch McConnell a thing or two. <laughs> well, it's not funny anymore. Okay, Papa Joe, you gave uh, Mitch McConnell the zets for blocking his Senate approval hearing to be a Supreme Court justice. And you know something? The way this guy is acting, <laughs> I don't think it'd be much different than maybe COVID uh, Barrett. Well, we're proceeding uh, expeditiously. How about just doing your job? You know, that's an excuse. We have to make sure everything is in order and all the uh, evidence is in. You've got all the evidence you need. Bag these traitors, will you? Gee, just uh, weak and feckless and cowardice. It's just embarrassing. We're being laughed at all over the world with this uh, Mark Meadows who should be rotting in the federal tombs for what he did or what he proposed to do. Well, now I got executive privilege. He, he's, in, he's insane. And so is his attorney. He turned, and once you turn, you can't turn back. But not with this uh, Justice Department. You can do whatever you want. Sure. Go ahead. Have fun. Relax. We're not going to pursue you. We're Merrick Garland. And we want to sit on a nice, soft chair today. Please, Mr. President, get rid of this, this, this coward, this, in my opinion, lazy mistake. That's what I want. I'm, <laughs> for the holiday season, I want Santa Claus to deliver this country some justice by arresting these seditionists. I don't care. They don't have executive privilege. <laughs> yeah, Alex Jones has executive privilege? I don't think so. I will eat your ass! And now it's been confirmed... It, it's clear to everyone now, I mean, we've known this all along, but the actual advisory board to uh, Trump was uh, talking heads, the TV hosts. They were advising him all along. But it, 
As it turns out, he only listens to the advice he wants to hear, obviously. I mean, they all told him to knock it off, get the National Guard in there, and get these terrorists out of D.C. Nah, nah, I don't think so. And if this is a, a battle to regain power, it's not just for him. It's for the Fox News hosts, because their power has been diminished in terms of shaping policy. They'd like to have that back again, sure. But they still have power, they still have control over the airwaves. Because uh, on January 6th, they went right back on the air, blaming everyone that uh, actually had nothing to do with it. But, am I saying they should be arraigned or arrested? No, because uh, they're just uh, performers. Bad actors, if you will. Whose job it is to misinform the public three solid hours at night. And then the following day, misinform the public with the same misinformation six hours a day on every radio station across this country. Every day! Right, Jessica Rosenweisel, who endorses this? And in my view, since she's uh, done nothing to curb it, and she can because this is all being broadcast over the public airwaves, she's complicit. After the fact, of course. They really should haul Ajit Pai in front of the Congressional Investigation Committee. He escapes purview because uh, he's an FCC chair, or he was one, and uh, as a government agency, the FCC is kind of like laughed at. But they were asked for their advice. In fact, they they were on the phone with him every night. Hannity was... (laughs) Before he went on the air, he talked to him. And we've known all this, but now it is confirmed. But don't tell Merrick Garland that. You don't want to know. He's busy playing Pachisi or something, or uh, picking uh, lint out of his belly button, because he ain't doing anything else. And I've had it with the pundits rising to his defense, saying that, well, a certain procedural thing. No, no, no. No. We don't have time for that. Do we? How much time do we have? We're going to lose the House in a few short months. And we still don't have any voting rights in place. They have been stripped away in many of these states, especially this one. So I ask you, what's going to happen now? We're just going to ride it out? I mean, listen, (laughs) I got to say, in all appreciation to my listeners who are concerned and to... I'd say a good portion of the uh, Democrats I'm associated with in these Democratic clubs and groups, they're not happy with this either. But then we have the other Democrats that say, relax, relax, it'll all play out. We're protected. No, we're not. Sorry. I'm very, very sorry to tell you this. But no, we are not. We are all in danger of losing this democracy. Now, I got a message on uh, Facebook from a very nice man who does a lot of really good work for this community. <laughs> he said, let's stay positive. And uh, really, the Democratic leadership is making it really impossible to do. I mean, I, I, I would like to be positive. Give me some positive things to look forward to. So far, and, and in this state, and this, this gentleman is a resident here. In this state, we have a Florida Democratic Party chair, Manny Diaz, one of the many. And he's <laughs> the prevailing question in all of our uh, Democratic circles in this state is, has anybody heard from Manny Diaz? Get off your ass, Manny Diaz. Do something, will you? Anything. Take your feet off the goddamn desk and get to work. This guy's, talk about a waste. This guy's doing nothing, nothing. And he's the chair of the Florida Democratic Party. And we're stuck with him for another couple of years, I found out. That's very sad. I was hoping at best that we'd be able to elect somebody else. But now we're stuck with this, uh, or as I should put it, another self-enriching, lazy and ineffective Democratic leader. Now that's what we're up against. But we don't want to look partisan now. 
Let's all come together, shall we? Let's all join hands and sing Kumbaya. We don't want to look partisan. That's the other Democratic Party excuse. We don't want to look partisan. Somebody T-bones your car. If you're a Democrat, you get out and just say, I'll pay for all the damage, go home, have a great day. I wouldn't want to look partisan now. We're going to get bulldozed. This Xmas, you don't want to offend anybody on no. your holiday gift list. No. Uh-uh. Give them the new politically correct non-denominational holiday record. We wish you a merry non-denominational celebration. We wish you a merry non-denominational celebration. We wish you a merry non-denominational celebration and a happy change of the calendar. Who could possibly take issue with songs like these? December. Yes, we've taken the you-know-who out of Christmas. Oh, green ceremonial bush. Oh, green ceremonial bush. Make everybody happy. Get your copy of the non-denominational holiday record today. And have a happy fill-in-the-blank. Transforming radio for the better. It's the Brit Summers Show. Eating everything in sight Cakes and pies go to your thighs While you sing Silent Night Have a roly-poly Christmas Here's the whole thing you don't pop Bread pudding and red icing You try but you can't stop Moo, moo, the dress you wear Cause nothing will fit This time of year you need Two chairs when you sit have a roly-poly Christmas Eat the fruitcake, what the hell Cause there's no laws and Mr. Santa Claus can make an XL Poo-poo, platter for lunch Stretch marks in your gut By Christmas Day you'll look A light job of a hut Have a roly-poly Christmas Being skinny's not so great it's more fun to say you're done and show your empty plate. Have a roly-poly Christmas, get the sugar in your veins. Eat tons of grams of freaking yams and suck down candy canes. Sue-sue the fast food joint if they forget your cheese. Remember that your goal is stomach by your knees. Have a roly-poly Christmas. Get a fat roll neath your blouse Eat cookies and your Aunt Maltese And a gingerbread house Smash, smash the bathroom scale With your body mass Knock out your family When you pass some gas Make a little fart, little <laughs> Make a little fart Have a roly-poly Christmas It's the best time of the year Eat and drink until you get a big Santa Claus sized beer. Merry Christmas, you Lord ass. Welcome back to the Brit Summer Show. I said earlier I wanted to have a light and breezy show, and it hasn't quite been that so far. Uh, there's just one more thing I want to get off my ample chest, and it's, uh, well, make a programming note first. When uh, this show returns... I'll be discussing what uh, <laughs> what DeSantis has up his other sleeve. And it ain't pretty, as you can imagine. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's half the next show. So stay tuned for that. Because uh, it, it, it happened this week, but the next year's session hasn't started yet, and I'm certain they're going to be drafting this one. Uh, yeah, stand by for that one. Uh, in the meantime... Washington, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine uh, filed a lawsuit against the Proud Boys. Boys is the uh, key word there. Boys. And the Oath Keepers. It's a civil lawsuit, okay? Not a warrant for their arrest. A civil lawsuit that's almost a year late. I mean, at least he did. He's doing something. He's doing more than Merrick Garland. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 what are you going to do with a civil lawsuit with the Brad boys? What are you going to sue the pants off them? Pants that they probably 
scavenged from the uh, dumpster behind the goodwill? What are you gonna <laughs> what are you gonna get from them? Unless you shut down their funding, that will be one thing you can do. But what do they got? A twenty-year-old Ford F one hundred and fifty? What are you gonna sue them for? But at least he's doing something. It should be a warrant for all of their arrests. <laughs> but no. And you think Merrick Garland will offer a helping hand? No. No. Don't worry about it. Hey, it'll all work out. There are protections in place. Just relax. No. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, well, that's enough of my diatribing and yelling and screaming this week. I, I just wanted to mention that, you know, all this talk about uh, gouging in pharmaceutical prices. Uh, <laughs> not that I needed any of this, but I, I, if you don't already know, I'm a very heavy smoker. And my problem isn't smoking because... Do you like it? Yes, I like it. <laughs> I enjoy smoking. And I know it's disgusting and it's got secondhand smoke and it's bad for your health and bada boop and bada beep. But I like it. Do you like it? Yes, I do. But in an effort to get people off of my shapely ass, uh, <laughs> stop getting annoyed about it, I uh, did what this woman said. I watched it on TV. Yeah, I saw it. And you've seen this on TV, too. I uh, asked my doctor if Chantix is right for me. Because I know someone who went on Chantix and it worked in less than a month. And this was a heavy smoker. And uh, he's done. Not even an urge. And I can smoke around him and it don't bother him. And uh, it's pretty remarkable. So... I asked my doctor if Chantix was right for me. And I also, I also asked Rayleigh Oder. And he said, I always wanted to quit smoking. Uh, so, he said, sure, it's right for you. You're a heavy smoker. Uh, I'll prescribe it. And he did. And then I got a call from the pharmacy Thankfully, they said, are you sure you want this prescription filled? And I said, yeah, why? It will cost you $1,247. I said, cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> I thought it would be like 60 bucks, 80 bucks. I knew it would be a lot. But $1,247. So in conclusion, it looks like I'm going to be smoking for a very long time. I declare bankruptcy! Have yourself a budget-conscious Christmas. You're not a billionaire. Things are kind of tight. Money has been a little bit tight lately. Holidays are here and no one's gotta die. I only have this much money. 99 cents. Don't give out no gift cards for Christmas. Hell to the no. That wouldn't be too bright. I don't have any money. Stores are going out of business. Left and right. Just start taking money out of people's pockets. And now with sharper image gone, that's gone. And Pep Boys closing its doors. Get out, get out, go. Foot locker and linens and things. Ain't no crap in the gap anymore. A budget conscious Christmas. Fake your way through Yuletide. Here's a nice way to commit suicide. It's easier than you think. Just fill your tub and drop in all the Christmas lights.
got my pot. Police got my pot. Police got my pot. Oh yes, and I had quite a lot. Police got my pot. Police got my pot. But that's all right with me, 'cause it was sprayed with paraquat. I wanna wish them a merry Christmas. Excellence in broadcasting. Great summers. You're fat. You ate too much. Now you're alone. If you have one more bite, you might explode. 'Cause the holidays have changed what you ate, and you look like a walrus. You've been told. You've been told. You ate too much. Now you're alone, and your eyes are bugging out like a toad. Need a special stamps to put on your pants when you bend over way too much. Just show big ass crack, pizza pudding, turkey gravy. Now you're alone. If you have one more bite, you might explode. Can't even see your feet 'cause you ate too much meat. It's an old joke, but yes, you need your own zip code. It makes an earthquake sound. You ate too much. Now you're alone. Getting dirty looks from the horse you rode. Have just one bite more. You'll look just like Al Gore, and you'll have reaped exactly what you sowed. Holidays are done, but they took their toll. You weighed like a ton. Had a wooden leg that you pecked it in. Now call Jenny Craig. Hey, yeah, it's the Brit Summers Show with a normal break this week, as opposed to last week, which uh, really got all oinga cocked. But I want to thank everybody uh, listening on the ground, as opposed to online. Those who listen to the radio station, I want to thank you for uh, tuning in over the past year, and I want to wish every one of you a good yontif, a zizan pupik, and of course a merry Christmas. I got sidetracked. Earlier this month, with other topics and issues, so I didn't really get to focus on uh, Hanukkah. Whatever it is, it's just a nice time to get together. I will be seeing my mother, who is in a vegetative state, but she's getting round-the-clock home health care, and in、uh, this、uh, Build Back Better bill that、uh, Joe Manchin doesn't want to have passed,、uh, this includes in the bill a hundred and eighty billion dollars. For、uh, in-home, round-the-clock healthcare, which would be a big burden lifted、uh, in terms of my mom and and people in the same、uh, situation, but you won't hear that on the right-wing radio stations. No, no, you will not, and you won't hear it in the villages where they like to vote twice for their Republican candidates. So, everybody in the ground, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you back here next year.
on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Want to do your part for democracy? Be a volunteer driver for Rideshare to Vote. Rideshare to Vote is looking for volunteer frontline drivers. You'll be trained in all aspects of voter rides, basic voting laws, special COVID-19 precautions, and the use of our phone app. To find out more, download the Rideshare to Vote mobile app or call 888-977-2250 for more information. That's one word, rideshare2vote.com. You found the place for trans-substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. Monkey Headquarters, WQAM. Hello, this is Mike Nesmith of the Monkees telling you that you're listening to Big Dan Chandler on 560 Tiger Radio in Miami. Tiger Radio. Deep flashback. Turns out the Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolan's farewell tour really was Nesmith's farewell tour. That was just a month ago. Yeah, he's gone now, and uh, now Mickey Dolan's is, uh, hey, hey, he's the only monkey. There's an interesting story behind uh, the monkeys, but Nesmith was always a musician and, uh, and a composer. And what you're listening to now is the demo for one of the deep tracks on the first Monkees album. It's a Mike Nesmith composition called Papa Jean's Blues, and this is the demo version he submitted. And then I go into the album version, which is retracked by the Wrecking Crew. No heartaches felt, no longer lonely nights of waiting finally won me happiness that's all rolled up into you. And now with you as inspiration, I look toward a destination sunny, bright that once before was blue. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need. For I love you and I know you love me. So take my hand outside my journey, free from all the helpless worry that besets a man when he's alone. More strength is mine when we're together and with I know I'll never have to pass the high road for alone. I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need. For I love you and I know you love me. Yeah, so Mike Nesmith was an accomplished musician in his own right. But more on that in a moment. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, and Acast. And still, maybe I'll have news for you next year. Still in the running for the Hustler Radio Network, which, which is what I guess is what they're going to call it. I don't know. But here's the show you got right here, right now. And I just want to thank everybody for generously contributing and helping support this show over the past year. And as I go into my 11th year, I hope you will continue to stay with me because I, I truly appreciate my audience. And I got a, I'm, you know, I'm happy with what I got. It's a lot larger than I thought it would ever be. So I uh, appreciate you clicking on the uh, donate button on thebritsummershow.com. Of course, it's all been supplemented by none other than the underwriter of this program. We am deeply appreciative of my official sponsor, Ernie. Oh! We love you. 
Thank you, Ernie. I couldn't let this holiday season go by without leaving something under Ernie's thing. And that would be one of his all-time favorites. So, take your pants off. I have no pants on. I'm dancing in the nude right now. I'm shaking round the wonder world. Watch how it wiggles when I jerk. Is that thing real? It's weaving and wagging. I like to watch it lobbing up and down. I shake my legs with my happy feet to make my button mushroom work. You call that a penis? Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. I have no penis. I'm hyperventilating. Suck it in and hold it. My wee-wee's in motion. Now do you like it when I swing it around? Yank it, yank it, baby. And let me show you how it works. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, let's go dancing with no pants on. Come on, everybody take your pants off now. the Brit Summer Show, and we're going to continue our salute to Mike Nesmith, whether you like it or not. It's my show, and I thought the monkeys deserved more credit than they got, because they came under a lot of fire from the press back then for being a prefab copy of the Beatles. It was supposed to be a half-hour-long hard day's night every week at 7.30 on Friday nights on NBC. Well... What the press didn't take time to, it's kind of like now, what they didn't take time to find out was they were all musicians, yeah, but they were actors, except for Mike Nesmith, they were actors first, but they all played instruments, except Mickey Dolenz, he played guitar. They had no drummer. So when Don Kirk, Don Kaishna, threw them together and said, these four men entered my office, and I said, Now you are a band. Uh, <laughs> and they went on tour. They, had, they didn't even get the jam together yet. Uh, it went really, really fast. And in the middle of their first tour, Don Karshna released uh, their second album in the middle of a tour, which is never done. So he was just firing records out there. And they didn't have time to catch up, and it was a big, it was all this. So, anger ensued between them and Raffleson and Screen Gems and Kirchner and everybody else. And by the third album, they were a self-contained band. But the first two albums were definitely The Wrecking Crew, which was an assemblage of the greatest musicians on the West Coast. You got to think of it, a cream and a crop that they used to put this together, including some of the greatest songwriters of all time, Carol King, Neil Diamond, Boyce and Hart, I think even Snuff Garrett, everybody chipped in. Uh, I, th I think uh, later on it was Stephen Bishop and Harry Nielsen. So when you're talking about a collection of amazing talent, no, they weren't the Beatles, but they were a force and they put out some really good tasty tunes. Up until, <laughs> up until head, up until they threw the towel in. But you could see why Nesmith split from him for so many years and then they reunited, what was it, in the 80s. And, and to his credit, Peter Tork was a musician too. And like I said, uh, Dolenz was a guitarist, but he didn't play the drums. He had to learn the drums to be the, the monkey. And Davy Jones wasn't a musician, but he was a talented singer and performer on Broadway shows. So the press then, it just tore him down to be uh, 
a group of actors playing a band. But you're talking about a, a talented group of people. But Nesmith was set apart by this because he actually published a song a year before the Monkees were even a concept. He was already writing. He that was his. He was planning to be a musician and have hit records. Monkees or no monkeys. When later on he proved that with his MTV, uh, what they call it, video albums. Uh, and uh, he started, well, he, there was always music videos going back to the 20s. Uh, but he produced them in such a way that it became its own entity. Uh, I mean, let's face it, the monkeys, if you watch that show, it's a music video. But then when he became a producer for MTV, they did all right up until reality. They found out reality television was cheap and people were tuning in. And that was the end of MTV and still is. But yeah, Mike Nesmith, he had, uh, he had his own song in the can ready to go a whole year before the monkeys ever happened. And here's how it originally sounded. You're going to be surprised because it doesn't sound anything like the hit it became. Well, you and I travel to the beat of a different drum. Oh, can't you tell by the way I run Every time you make eyes at me Oh, God, you cry Moan and say it'll work out But honey child, I've got my doubts You can't see the forest for the trees And don't get me wrong It's not that I'm not it Don Randy on harpsichord. Is this Baroque pop? This brought Linda Ronstadt into prominence. And no, it wasn't the Stone Ponies. Uh, they toured later on as this, but the, that was not the Stone Ponies. Instead, that was that was Jimmy Bond and Al Viola on bass and guitar. Don Randy, as I said, on harpsichord. And uh, psycho killer Jim Gordon on drums. Why do I say that? First of all, Jim Gordon was one of the most brilliant drummers that played in sessions on hundreds of hit songs that you've heard he was a great drummer but that aside he was also a killer too <laughs> jim jim gordon he didn't like his mother much and uh bang bang his silver hammer came down on her head uh but i don't think there's any kind of influence there because it was uh, 1974 like well after abbey road came out but see see if he had only waited until now until 2022 why jim gordon he he would be hailed as a hero on Fox News. The Retrumplicans would have ran him for a congressional seat. And, of course, he'd have his own podcast. But yet, I was 1967. And I, and I have to say, 1967 was like uh, such a variety of great songs. Great. Uh, Beatles aside, everybody else had a very high bar to reach. And the competition in music was intense and everybody had to be great. You had to be better than great. So there was a like, 
just about every song in 1967 was just fantastic. Every album. And by the way, that was the first year of concept albums. It wasn't long after that you got what was called Freeform FM, or what they called back then, Underground FM, man. And that's the year it all kicked off. And what do you think was the number one song in 1967? You had the Beatles. You had every oh, every famous rock band you could th- imagine in 1967. Everybody had a hit song. What was number one, according to Billboard? Ode to Billy Joel. <laughs> that piece of crap. <laughs> it just goes to show you about public taste. Because they only go by airplay. It was like, how the hell? How in the world did that begin? Well, you have to, in 1964, the, one, the number one song of the year wasn't I Want to Hold Your Hand, wasn't She Loves You, wasn't any Beatles songs at all. No, it was Louis Armstrong and Hello, Dolly. <laughs> oh, my God. So to use this documentation solely as a look back into the past of music, it's not really accurate now, is it? No. No. Another tune submitted by Mike Nesmith uh, while he was with the Monkees on their third album, The Birds, the Bees, and the Monkees, was the flip side of their huge hit in 68, uh, Valerie. <laughs> it's kind of a weirdo. Uh, I used to joke with my late and very missed friend, George Rodriguez, because he drove a Toyota Tundra, and I called it the Tapioca Tundra, and he got it, you know, as he did, which is a wonderful connection to have when somebody understands what the hell you're talking about. So every time I see one of those Toyota trucks, I say, look, it's a tapioca tundra. Listening to the Brit Summer Show, one great thing about Mike Nesmith is it wasn't above him to make fun of his own stuff. Now, you're probably very familiar with uh, this one. This was a huge hit in 1970 for Mike Nesmith and the first national band. But don't worry, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm only playing this part of it so you see where he parodied his own song. Her name was Joanne, and she lived near. And she touched me for a moment With a look that spoke to me of her sweet love 
a most hopeless situation for Joanne and the man and the time that made them both run. For Joanne and the man and the time that made them both run. Her name was Rodan, and she lived in the ocean off Not to be outdone, of course, I did my share of monkeys' parodies, this one being the most popular of them all. I thought Christianity was fairy tales. This religion thing was not for me. They held a big convention and let me in for free. I had no idea what I was about to see They were speaking in tongues That made me a believer It was kind of fun To stick it out of my mouth Speak in tongues They got me believing My tongue is weaving from side to side The Lord will now embrace me I flap my tongue to the beat Now, whatever I do, he'll forgive me Cause now I speak in tongues That makes me a believer And I'm having fun Playing around with my mouth Yeah, I speak in tongues Now they're not just speaking in tongues They're speaking on Fox News And uh, all across the nation On every radio station And even some toasters and microwave ovens Here's a parody I did A monkey parody That is so horribly dated This was uh, during the 2000 primary and again, my late great friend George Rodriguez, he, he, this is one of his favorites because he, he knew this song. It was one of the last Monkees hits. And yeah, it was a hit song. G.W. Bush, how many drugs did you take? G.W. Bush, they must have affected your brain to get your college grad. It cost your daddy a big chunk of change G.W. Bush Here's another million from the NRA You wanna be the president Leader of the band Ruler of the universe You're
summer show and i thank everybody for tuning in i hope everyone has a great holiday i'll see you back here next year everybody have a happy and safe and until next time this is brit summer saying i'll bet you're glad i didn't do a christmas show this year so goodbye yes i'm leaving and i see no sense in you crying and grieving we'll both live a lot longer if you live without me baby Without me, woman. Oh, if you live without me.